Hey, Lou. Hey, John. Buzz. And? Um, cool, I'll just call Maddles into it. Hey, Lou. Maddles. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Cool. And and Jen are on the other line. I'll just merge you all. Hey, Jen. Hello. You. Oh. <laughs> so hey, odd. Yeah. <laughs> you. Hello. Lou. Okay, the others are all on the line. Louis oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> the great one. You're listening to Tell Me About Love with me, Lucinda McAfee. In this episode, we're going to be hearing all about my siblings. It's an interesting, pretty unique and special dynamic between myself and my siblings. Because of our tight-knit upbringing, we're more than just siblings. We're buds. And I thought it'd be great to chat with them because not only are each of them at different points in their life, but they have a plethora of varying relationships. So I thought they'd be great at offering a little bit of wisdom. Before I do give you the rundown on each player in this sibling game, I wanted to give you a brief overview of some of the key factors of our relationship. I think it'll be good to set the scene of the last 20 or so years before we dive into this relatively chaotic conversation. So here we are, the McAfee siblings summed up in five little points. Firstly, alrighty, we're huge movie quoters. We have a select set in our repertoire that we'll usually quote from, which include the likes of Wayne's World, Ace Ventura, School of Rock, and Remember the Titans, just to name a small few. We usually have to make sure any partner of one of the siblings has watched at least a few of these so they can make it through a sitting at the family dinner table. Number two, we're pretty competitive when it comes to pretty much everything, whether it's a sport we're playing or a board game that we're attempting to dominate. Number three, if we know you, you best believe we have a nickname for you. Usually it's taken from your name and then add a little bit of flavor to it and then a bit more spice and then some absolute zest. For instance, a friend of my brother Andrew is the usual recipient of nicknames. He gets a new one every few months. One time we had fully circulated a nickname around the family before he knew about it, which saw his name from Micah Karnas taken to Kak then to Jason Kakamanis, then just to Jace without him knowing about it. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Number four, we're big fans of coming up with a jingle or a song for everything. One of which was used to bully me as a kid. A song that all my siblings and cousins used to sing a lot, much to my dismay. The final one being that we all pretty much have the same music taste, which is like this weird yet fun hot pot of 60s, 70s parent rock, bit of jangly good times and some classic jazz rap in there. Essentially just know that if you put on something along the lines of Van Morrison, Jackson Brown or E. Yellow, you'll receive a oh, what a hit in return. I think you will pick up on a bunch of these throughout the episode though, but I thought this was an important one to record because it's one of the most important relationships to me and I understand its unique nature because not everyone has this kind of closeness with their siblings. Alrighty, I'd love to introduce you to my siblings, all four of them. First up, we have Jenna, the eldest of the kids. Jen is a bit of a miracle baby, having been born quite premature. She's known for her kind and caring nature. She's a ball of fun, enviably intelligent and incredibly wise. 
She runs her own speech pathology practice from her home in Gladstone, where she lives with her husband Tony and their two kids under two, Giorgio and Arlo. On top of that, she's also currently working on her PhD. And when I list it all out, I genuinely don't understand how the woman does it. Then there's Andrew. And has the most nicknames of all. Although he primarily gives them to himself and then forces others to call them by that. He's been described by my friends as looking like a Disney prince. He has this spark that only a lucky few are gifted with. And the type of person who walks into any party and knows at least half the people there. He's the speech maker and also the finance guy of the family, having worked in financial analytics and stock investments for quite some time. Here we are at the middle child, Madeline, the baritone of the family. Madels has a smile that will light up her whole face and a laugh that you can hear from another state. Madels runs this crazy line between being a professional athlete and a successful lawyer. When she wants something, she will stop at nothing until she's achieved it. She's played for Australia in her sport of European handball for the last 10 years on both the indoor and beach teams. Then I'm the one that would usually slot in there next in the lineup. But I wish I could talk as highly of myself as I do my siblings, but they really are the stars here. Then finally, we have the youngest and most picked on over the years, Louis. Lou also runs that crazy line of being an unbelievable athlete while also holding down an important role of being a teacher, a profession he's recently started. Lou is a professional runner, and literally every time any of us go and watch him race, we can't believe our eyes. His time seems like some sort of sorcery. One of my close friends has donned the nickname that I feel sums up Louie perfectly, Lemon Pepper Lou. He's sweet and wholesome, but is also a bit spicy in that he's unassuming and sometimes you just don't know what you get from the guy. Now you know who's who in the zoo, let's get into it. So I've set up in my room. At the point of recording, it's pelting rain outside my cozy Queenslander cottage home. My brother Louis was intending to be joining me in person. However, both of our streets were cut off with flood water. I've called in all of my siblings and we're on this one giant conference call, which at times is a bit chaotic. Now I've given you the brief rundown, I thought it would be best to ask my siblings for a few stories on how they would describe another sibling. So let's jump into it. This is Tell Me About Love with my siblings, Jenna, Andrew, Madeline, and Louie. Could you sum up one of the other siblings in one particularly great story? We were all gardening, classic. Yep. Mum gets us out to do all the weeds, and we're like, oh, man, all right, guys, if we all chip in, we'll make yeah. the job quicker for everyone else. <laughs> Except so we're then- all like... No, sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. But then Louis was, uh, in the end, the last one that had to be the gardener. I feel like we all grew yeah, up and like out of it, but as punishment, we had long. to do the weeding. <laughs> okay, yeah. continue, Madeline. Sorry. Um, yeah, we're all, like, getting our mitts dirty and, like, pulling out these tiny little weeds, and it's just gross. Look over at Louis, and he goes, oh, I got me a demon. <laughs> and we look over, and he just pulled out, like, one of mum's favourite plants. <laughs> we're just like he just doesn't get it <laughs> he just doesn't get it <laughs> and I feel like that's, Louis, that's just the story of Louis' life yeah. he's <laughs> almost there but well, he's he just, just doesn't he's just get not. it <laughs> he doesn't get it yeah. he's almost there but he's just not <laughs> is that right Louis? <laughs> um, okay. well, I've got I've uh, got one story of when Louis actually did get it, and for this case, like, it was the one time that he pulled through to win Articulate, and it was against all odds. 
he he um grabbed a victory from the jaws of defeat. So for those who don't know, we played articulate and we're extremely competitive, like you guys said before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're down the coast, and there's about twelve people around the table, and I think there was about three or four people who were on the last step of articulate. Yes. So that means it opens it up to a group question, which is different. So everyone can yell out an answer. So the best way to um, play this is if your partner knows something obscure mm. that you that you know that only the two of you know mm-hmm. and no one else will guess. <laughs> and um, I was like, there's no way that we're going to be able to win this because it'll just be a simple, it'll be a simple thing and then someone else will jump in and beat us. Anyway... <laughs> I roll, I turn the card over and the card, I'm like, oh my God, this could, I could possibly get this across (laughs) the line. And I said to Louis, who was the 2003 individual time trial champ? No, I said, um, I said, I said, Laszlo Bondrovi was the 2003 individual time trial champion of which country? And he goes, hungry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and we won that is so great and that's all because we spent hours and hours on our school holidays playing pro cycling manager 2003 he's disgusting I play the cricket manager still yeah. when I was in Montana still playing cricket manager my um story is about Madel's when she was a little girl um, and I think it just jumped her up in one story yes. because uh, she went to the hairdresser and the lady did her a bowl cut and she hated it and she said, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, our grandma called her bowl, which was the biggest insult in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and she said, I'm not bowl. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, yeah, I think bold sums up Madeline. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, so true. She stands up for what she believes in. True, that's nice. Yeah, just look at her classic reel on her her handball. Could you tell me a time or a story where you've thought, wow. Only my sibling would understand this. And I feel like, I mean, we're all probably going to agree that um, we have, like, our own language. I get um, a lot of comments on the fact that I shorten words, but we all do, which is how we communicate with each other. And then, like, I think we just know what a word will mean. And one in particular is the story of the word muddles. This word has just been chopped up and changed, but now it's something that we use every day if we're texting each other. And it started with um, if you ask grandma and grandpa every time how they are, grandpa would respond with fair to muddling, which is his version of the phrase fair to middling. Um, And then we would just keep saying that. And I think like, I don't know how we got to just saying muddling and then we'd shorten it to muddles. I don't, I think we just replaced the word fair or like, okay, cool with muddles. <laughs> and I think yeah. that that has happened with a lot of different words when that we've now adopted. What about you guys, a time or a story where you've thought only my sibling will get this? Uh, well, I, Tony, 
uh, who's my husband, says that um, when um, when we sit at the dinner table, it's like that scene in Austin Powers when him and his dad are talking and there's all the <laughs> subtitles and then oh, they, just yeah. don't, they don't know what they're saying, so there's question marks, question marks, and then chat on a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then everyone just laughs and, every, like, yeah, people who are looking looking on at our dinner conversation would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. We have our own language. I know that you guys will get it if I message it to you. Is I'm thinking of a song that's hot, like stuck in my head, and like I don't know what the song is, and I can't really mm-hmm. look up the lyrics, but I know the tune. So I'll hum it, voice memo it to one of you, and then be like, "What's this song?" And then you come back straight away. Yeah, like, of course. We did that to Andrew <laughs> yeah. the other week, actually, didn't yeah. we, Lucy? It was, and he came back like immediately. Yeah, we we were getting stuck on a <laughs> song. It was um the one that <laughs> oh how 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 now you lost it oh yeah, yeah that's it oh easy top easy yeah. top yeah <laughs> I was just gonna say that someone the other day like on the movie thing um we had we watched we were watching the Notebook and I just um started quoting it and then I think it might have been Carly she was like. I didn't realise that I was dating a combination of Jack Black and Jim Carrey. <laughs> that is the perfect <laughs> the combo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest combo and probably the most unattractive. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that is what a compliment. The combination of, uh, of our childhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, could you tell me a characteristic about another sibling, or that another sibling has that you wish you had? Um, so I've gone through and listed out all of you and put a characteristic, just a one-word situation. Um, so I'll kick us off. Um, from Jenna, I wish I had your wisdom and intuition. Um, Louis, your grit. Maddles, your courage and intelligence. And Andrew, your unbridled charisma. Um, what about you guys? Oh, that's nice. Good. Yeah. I thought you said <laughs> one word, Matt. That was two words. <laughs> 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 um, well, I have a story about Lucy, which is um, uh, my the characteristic is that Lucy's ability to just let everything go and not worry about anything. And um, it's yeah, it, if some, if someone's pissed her off, it's just like water off a duck's back. So she um, she yes, yeah, um, she can always see other people's perspectives, but. It was a story of when we were at a, a, um, a dessert shop and we ordered dessert and it came out on a timberboard <laughs> and the waiter dropped the whole entire thing on me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, yep, he did that. Do you want another one? And she's like, um, yes, please. She's like, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> if that was that would be blowing up. But Lizzie's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. My word for Liz um, comes off that one. I think you're a gentle, gentle person. That's nice. Which I wish I had more of. Like you, Nancy. <laughs> no, yeah. like the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> The one word that comes to mind that I'd like to have of your characteristics. So Lucy's selflessness, Madeline, tenacity, generous, caring, and Louis, chin. 
to. You had to do it. Uh, do you uh, wish you had more of a chin from Louis? No, and Louis is actually his ability to push himself. Like no one else I know that can just mm. consistently Absolutely. Um, push himself that hard. He just turns yeah. off his pain in his brain and just goes, and that's pretty um pretty amazing. I don't think you would expect that, like, listen, if you met Louis, you wouldn't expect that, like... Yeah, full ticker. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. He's unassuming. Yeah. But he'll rip your legs off if you're in the running races. Andrew, I wish that I had nothing of yours. (laughs) 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 No, I, um, again, thinking about this last night, I love Andrew's ability to go and chat to everyone at an event. Or somewhere, he's just got something to say to everyone. Mm. And even if he is not interested in the conversation, <laughs> which I know, but they won't know. Mm. Like, he is done mm. to go um, invested in the conversation. Gift of the gab. Yes, yeah. the conversationalist. For Gen Z, it's her caring and her generosity. Mm. Gen Z is very caring. It's always... Um, you always know you can give Jenna a call and she'll listen to your woes and have some good piece of advice to um, to impart. Mm. Uh, and also, I just, I mean, I don't know how you do it with the little kitty. Yeah. When I'm like, yeah. Julie, so I am, um, I'm on my last tether with that one, Giorgio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenna's like, I love you, Giorgio. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> <now>? <laughs> but yeah, it's really mm-hmm. nice to see um, the mothers that you are to Giorgio and Arlo as well. Mm. Thanks, Mal. I'll, oh, yeah. Well, I'll just jump in on Jenna's <laughs> okay. story of yeah. mothership. And um, <clears throat> I think I told you this already, but, you know, we spent like a week up there and Carly um, met you and just saw you, how you parented. And she was like, Jenna is the best mother in the world. She's so <laughs> even though this was after you'd just blown up and like Giorgio for having a tantrum. <laughs> um, but you you were very strong and firm when you needed to be, but also extremely caring to them and you know, they obviously wanted to cuddle you and even after they've been crying and whinging and carrying on, they still said that they love you at the end of the day, which was really nice. What a confidence yeah. boost this yeah. has yeah. been. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Just thought I'd drop in here to give you the relationship updates on all my siblings in case you're hearing them refer to a bunch of cats that you might not know. So as I mentioned, Jenna's husband is Tony, the most genuine and laid-back cat. They live together in their home in Gladstone, mid-north Queensland. Andrew is currently dating sweet, sweet Carly, who gets quite a bit of mention throughout the podcast. They're just about to move in together down in Sydney. Maddles is in a long-distance relationship with her funktastic and adventurous boyfriend, Matthias, who hails from Germany but lives in Brisbane while Maddles rocks around Bondi. And Lou is living in West End with his American fellow running enthusiast and full-time Groove Cat girlfriend, Amber. Okay, this is one for you guys because, I mean, this podcast is all about relationships. One which I've actually not had any, which you guys would know. You guys have all had a number of different long-term relationships, so I wanted to know 
What is one of the most important things that you have taken away from those relationships? Um, Andrew, I feel like you are a big reflector on your past relationships where you like think about what might have not gone right and really like do the work in um <laughs> in like <laughs> gotta do about, the work yeah that's because he's a relationship guy he's loves a good relationship um yeah so we'll start with you why not yep okay well i think relationships are just me apologizing for being funny <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> Oh, 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 that is rich. <laughs> 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 nah, just um, uh, yeah, no, I've had some great relationships and um, learned a lot from each of them. Like different different parts from from a lot of them. They were always um, good things to learn and um, taken into this current relationship, which is you know going really well. Um, you know, one of the things that Grandpa said to me that stuck with me that I definitely um, did, I think, with my second relationship, which worked very well, was never going to sleep on an argument. So don't put your pillow, don't put your head to the pillow um, unless you've resolved that day's issue or something that was on your mind that you wanted to get off your chest. Um, another one, so I think, you know, I'm trying to focus on it now, is just cherishing, cherishing, you know, the present when you're with that person and really trying to make the most of just being um, being with them at that time. And um, so one of the um, little things that I remember from one of the, a lot of these, you know, stoicism books that I've been consuming, they're really, really helpful. One of them was negative visualization, which sounds, um, doesn't sound too enticing, but what they say is that you, what you should do to increase your gratitude is, Visualize what you have right now and then visualize it if that was to be taken away in order to um, step back and appreciate what you've got. I mean, if you wind the clock back and you're like, oh, you know, five years ago I was hoping that these were my goals and these are the things that I wanted to do and these, this is where I want to be with my life. Um, and, you know, five years only probably exceeded all of that. But really, how often do you step back and... and um, actually be grateful for, for where you're at at the moment. Um, I think that's a pretty good tool to just step back and um, be more present and you can appreciate, you know, what you've got more. So I think that's one of the things that I'm, I'm focusing on at the moment with current relationships. That's a good point, Anne. Um, good on you, Anne. Yeah. I like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think just what I've learned, the biggest thing is that when you have kids, everything changes and, you know, you think you're um, you're pretty solid and then it's a big challenge. So you just have to really mm. work as a team. Um, it's like it's you against the world, but your little family and you, it, they're, they're the ones that matter the most. And then you should always work within that team and always prioritise them first. And then in communicating more, rather than expecting them to know, to read your mind. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yes, I think mm. that is, I mean, generally something that most of us, particularly the girls, do. <laughs> think that people can read their mind uh, if they're yep. feeling, like, down or sad, not, like, vocalising it, just being like, well, why can't you tell that I'm sad? Because <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> to you. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good Silent point. Treatment. Yep. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think the communication is um, very important and also trying to, like you may say something, but you may mean something else. So it's kind of trying to communicate exactly how you're feeling and exactly what you want um, the other person to understand, but also trying to understand things from other people's perspective. Yes, I mm-hmm. imagine Which I'm that, like, yeah. my, my way's right. Yeah. <laughs> Communication would be a big one in particular for you, Madeline, and looking at other people's perspectives. That makes sense because yeah. all of your boyfriends are foreign. <laughs> so, I mean, they're going to come from different cultures yeah. and All of my boyfriends speak. right now. Every one of your boyfriends are foreign. All of my current boyfriends right now are foreign. So that's another thing. Like a different, a different culture mm. is another having like a completely other thing that you have to try and think about and um, manage or not manage, but um, understand. Mm. And what about you, Lou? Yeah, I've learned two main things. Um, the first being like, uh, <laughs> I touched on this before, but like I was a really angry kid and I think um, angsty. I angsty can Lou. get fiery. Mm. And so, so I get fiery if I don't say something that's been on my mind for, for a couple of days. So I need to say something straight away if I'm feeling it um, so that I don't bottle it up and then say it in the wrong way because I, I tend to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so being, being able to recognise what I'm feeling and saying it straight away it has been important. Uh, Amber and I. Luce, I was just going to say, on the back of um, Louis' thing about talking about, you know, identifying his feelings and talking about them, Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that just generally people are probably not that good at. I'm absolutely hopeless. Um, But I think probably blokes are even worse than um, girls. Mm. And um, I've been reading this book called Atlas of the Heart, which, you know, breaks down this Brene Brown, I know she's a big, big, podcaster and sort of yes. social yeah. scientist. Yeah. So, you know, there's 87 emotions that are regularly felt, but actually identifying which one you're actually feeling is extremely, you actually got to figure out what the emotions are and then try and identify which one you're feeling. And it's actually quite difficult. Mm. And like Carly will just continually question me like, what's the feeling that you're feeling? And I'll come up with any response that doesn't want to mention any feeling. And then she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what's the feeling? I'm like, mm. oh, <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. But, you know, when you, when you like dig down, then you can, um, I think that's the first step of, um, you know, being able to communicate with each other on a, on a really good level is identifying the feeling first and then, you know, there might be multiple feelings and then you can talk through them. Um, so, yeah, and like Louis said, I agree with his other point that, you know, people, some people don't want the, the issues solved. They just want to be heard and they just want mm. to whinge to mm. someone. So, mm-hmm. um, 
<laughs> yeah. And then you'd make him know that you're whinging. It's good that you, just you... Put on, you put on loudspeaker, you walk away from the phone, <laughs> come back. Done yet? Um, Yes, and it is good that you mentioned Carly because she kind of ties into this next question that I have um, because the origin of the question came from her. When you guys were just like starting to date, you told us that she did this kind of reflective experiment and I hope she's fine with me bringing it up now. Mm. But um, you told me that she asked people that were closest to her if you would improve their relationship or yourself in the relationship, what would, like, how would they say that you would improve it? Yeah, which I think is just fascinating. She seems to do some really incredible self-reflecting, which is great. So I wanted to ask you guys, if you were to ask another sibling how you could improve your relationship, what do you think they would say? Um, Mine is just communicating more rather than just expecting them to know what you want. Yes. <laughs> mine would also yep. be communicating. That's what I wrote down. But mine is in the mm. way of not responding to people's messages, um, well. which I'm trying to get better at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but communicating also for me. Um, yeah, good question. I did feel that um, potentially they could say um, that sometimes I'm a bit selfish, and um, one of the things that popped up in my mind was um, just recently Maddie had a birthday and then I was I was thinking I would organise a dinner for Maddie and then uh, and then she had this she was going away for the weekend and I was like oh we could do Sunday night at um, this nice restaurant she was like yeah sounds good and then I was like oh maybe it could be Thursday night spring it forward do a burrito night and just get it done then. <laughs> and um, then I could just get it to, <laughs> I could just pick two birds with one stone because I had, you know, I had some stuff on for the weekend. Oh, also, and, you didn't want to drink, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we can just go there when I'm drinking again. Dry February. Yeah, yeah, because I was doing the Feb fasting. Yeah. And um, then both Lucy and Matthew were like, oh, Lucy, I think maybe you said to me, like, so you're not going to go to dinner on Sunday. You're just going to replace it with this Thursday night burrito thing, which is very low key and like not super thoughtful. And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, then she was like, I think you should probably have a think about the Sunday. I was like, all right, yeah, maybe I should. No, I was thinking that would be, uh, that wouldn't be very good for me if I, if I didn't. So I had a thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'll, um, you can either take that advice on board and be like, you know what, you definitely were being selfish and this is a good opportunity to show, um, you know, how much you um, think of Maddie and how highly you rate her and um, respect her. So anyway, so we booked in the dinner. We had an awesome Sunday night dinner as well as a Thursday night dinner and um, we had a great time, good yarns and... Um, so, um, yeah, I, I sort of picked it up while it was happening, but that's probably one of the things that um, I would think that I can always work on. Mm. That's a good, mm. yeah, good one. Good on your end. Good on your end. Yeah, good on your end. Because you told me to go down to the market because I was a fisherman. And I was like, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> and he said that I 
sell fish at the market. Is that selfish? <laughs> Very good. True. <laughs> One more question for you, and then I'll let you guys go. Um, are there any lessons that you feel you've learnt from your siblings? I have one in particular, um, is that, and I know that people have kind of noted how well we speak to each other as siblings and like that we just respect each other. Um, but I would say like, we never fight. We, we fought as kids physically, <laughs> but now <laughs> we, we don't fight. So I think that the lesson that I've learned from you guys is that nothing is worth holding a grudge against someone for. Like, there's no point in creating unnecessary unnecessary drama in your life. But And no, generally but just, I... like, appreciating um, the time with those closest to you. It's, that is a particular point because you guys all live in different cities. or We all live separately, so just really appreciating the time that we spend together when we actually do get to spend the time together. Well, mine is that... Um... You never have to go through anything alone. There's always someone there even to tell me that I'm right, even when I'm not. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, there's always someone that'll have my back. I agree. And that language is probably going to cry now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you cry? Battle bad. Exactly. What about you, and? In 2014, we were all like almost in our 20s or you know, around that age. Um, we all had jobs and unis and all that kind of stuff. So we had to get leave to go on holidays and yet we all chose to go on a family holiday for five weeks um, <laughs> with each other <laughs> and no one else. Yeah. <laughs> and we've had an absolute hoot of the time. Yeah, and so we didn't have to do that. Yeah. So we chose to spend that time with each other. And um, yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that's a, Yes, I think that's know, a great point, and to be like each other's yeah. company. Um, and one thing yep. that Mum has actually noted in particular, I I don't know what the instance was that she brought this up, um, but she said like the greatest thing about you guys being the children is that you're actually friends with each other and you I actually like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> we're just yeah. like we're friends. <laughs> we're not just siblings. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, what about Miles well, or Lou? To be. Um, yeah, that's what my point is going to be. Like, I never really had to make heaps of friends when I was in school because I, yeah, had everyone here. And, like, and we all, we had cousins as well, which was good. Being able to be really lucky with the friends that I choose because they're very like minded with your, your guys' value. I think um, one of the things that we're really good at is identifying other good quality people. Yes. And like, look mm. at all of our friends. We're all friends with each other's friends. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was um, going to say something about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we must have a very good filter and obviously, like, you know, that comes from the values and how probably we treated each other and mum and dad taught us how to treat people. And so therefore, we line up with other people that have similar um, you know, ways that they treat people and they're all good people. So we get along like house on fire with any friends that come into the family, like, you know, and there's always your, your 
um, the standard people that pop up at, at the end of the year that um, everyone brings in and they're just like extra members of the family. Like, Yes. If I were to have some friends over, I'd be like, of course I'm going to invite all my siblings over and they'll hang out with yeah. everyone and you yeah. guys will just get on with them. <laughs> it's so much so yeah. that, yeah, like we've just combined families sometimes. I remember one quick, quick Madsy story. It was Madsy and me. Um, first the world, okay, you three. But um, <laughs> you three were sitting in you three, and people who are listening who can't actually see Louis, Jenna, and Lucy, yeah, yeah. but they have blonde hair and they also have blonde eyebrows. Now, you know where it's going. So the blonde eyebrows obviously can't see that well. Anyway, Maddie looked at me and then poked her head in the room with you three and then go. Oh, you guys want to come to the eyebrow party with me and Anne? Oh, no way. Sorry, you're not invited. The eyebrow party. <laughs> the eyebrow party. Oh. Yes. Oh. Anytime I go and get my eyebrows tinted, um, I tell people, yeah, I don't have eyebrows. And, um, and people, siblings would pay me out about it. But luckily, you guys also don't have eyebrows. So we're all in the same party. <laughs> Well, I do now because mine are tattered. Yeah, so. well, I also tint mine. <laughs> <laughs> so now we can join the eyebrow party, yeah. I suppose. You've got that, the one thing that we um, like, we all say, the classic, bye, Dad. <laughs> bye, Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. Okay, bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. Yeah. Uh, see ya. Bye, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what did you say? Oh, I was saying goodbye to my father. But then, <laughs> yeah, we all say it in the or same way. Or how we know that we're wrapping up a conversation. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, all right. All right. Okay. All right. It's either well, all right yeah. or well. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Well, um. <laughs> I think um, I, I mean, Andrew and I went through a series of when we were in lockdowns or you were in lockdown and we'd speak most days on the phone or whatever. Mm. Um, and at some point, I don't think I was done talking at you. <laughs> so, And you tried to wrap it up with an, well, and I was like, no, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done there. <laughs> don't well me. Yeah, exactly. I'm not finished yeah. yet. On no, that no, note, just... I'll pull that right now with a, well, all right. Um, I will let you guys go. Oh, we didn't even say. We didn't even say. Well, there's a lot to unpack here, and it's a podcast that <laughs> needs to be said. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think we have unpacked a lot throughout this whole podcast. <laughs> um, but yes, I wonder whether it'll just be a series of ramblings, and that's what people are listening to. Um, <laughs> But I think we've I think yeah, we've explored good luck some lessons. Some cohesion and structure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we um we've said some nice things and explored uh a couple of different lessons. So I think that is what essentially the podcast is about. Looking at relationships and learning <laughs> lessons about them from different people. And we have one particularly special relationship between all of us. So um yeah, it was worth Absolutely. exploring. Anyway, I guess I'll leave you guys to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll catch yeah. you guys on the flip. Anyway, yeah. right, you go get him. That's a snapshot of me hanging out with my siblings. Our chats aren't usually that in depth, but in saying that, we aren't afraid to get into a bit of self reflection with each other. Plus, that was a super lovely way to spend an evening. 
I hope maybe this episode might encourage you listening to ask those questions of your siblings, maybe. If you wanted to put a face to the laugh and crackly phone voice of each of my siblings, I have a few cutie patootie pics of each of us posted up on my Instagram, which is at GooseFaceKiller. Thank you if you've been listening to my ramblings in the form of this podcast. I've had some really beautiful feedback so far, and the fact that anyone listens really does mean the world to me. If you would like to hopefully brighten up someone else's day with these wholesome chats, I'd love it if you might recommend it to your buds. I'd like to thank my siblings, Jen and Maddles and Lou, for sitting down, thinking deep, and opening up to me and all of you listening. I would also like to acknowledge that I recorded and created this podcast on unceded Turrbal and Yagara land and pay my respects to elders past and present. My name is Lucinda McAfee. It would be the sweetest thing in the world if you would get out there and go and tell someone you love them.